Ladies and gentlemen, we are kill- still killing the business wrestling podcast. Your WWE US and Intercontinental Champion, thanks to the titles not being defended for over 30 days. But anyways, and this is your main event of the evening with a 60-minute time limit. The man in charge of this episode is your host, the limited edition Vic Muscat. Don't let his toughness fool you. He is a nice guy in the professional wrestling business. I really hope I am right about that because he is here today proving the world wrong that he is the future of the sport. Does some pretty cool flippy shit from what I saw for a guy his size. And he is the best face in the biz- business. The reject, the reject Maddox Mayhem. I can't talk right now. How are you doing today, sir? Well, I'd be better if you could talk. I mean, that'd be great if you could talk. I, I know. I just... <laughs> and the funny thing is, my introductions are usually scripted. I can't even read. That's even worse. I mean, living in Alabama, half the table you can't read over here. So it's okay. I mean, half the table either don't have their teeth or can't read. So it's... Take your choice. Well, on, on my show, which thanks to Zoom, we can't do a video. But if you could see right now, if I make a mistake like that, I take off my baseball cap. I let my ball spot show. That's my dunce cap. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, Bob, I appreciate you calling me nice. Nobody ever does that. Hey, from what I saw, from my research, you were a nice dude. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just keep let's keep the uh, the imagination open. <laughs> I mean, not. Well, I mean, anyone knows not all Georgia Bulldog fans are assholes. We're not all assholes. I mean, but like, my own tag team partner says I'm an asshole. Hey, you know but what? Like, that's gonna be worst things they can call you. That's what I always say. Worst thing he can call me is oh wait, he's already called me that shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and these days, all the names that people call each other just to win an argument, like racist or pedophile, it's like, asshole, I take that as a badge of courage, a, a badge, right? right? Like, nowadays, it's like, all you gotta say is, I'm offended. And they'll stop. When this one says, I'm offended, I just look at him like, are you fucking serious? You started this. Exactly. You start something, I'm ending it. And most of the time, it's just like, I can be as nice as possible. I still get the same treatment. Wait, when are you nice? I have a nice... I mean, I'm a certified bad guy, but I'm an angel. I didn't think bald guys could be an angel. I thought you at least had some hair. Have to have some hair. I tried that, and I didn't like it at all. Made me look older. I mean, you do look pretty old now. I mean, yeah, for I, an old guy, you're okay. I'll give you that. You're for an old guy, you're okay. Hey, without hair, I look probably in my late thirties. With hair, I look like I'm in my like early fifties, and I'm actually in my mid forties. See, I'm 22, so it's okay. So I can go with or without hair, but I think I'm going to stick with hair right now. Especially this time of year when it's be colder. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's bogging season. The cold is not like bald guys like like us. I bet you have like a whole like stock of boggins. No, I don't. Wow. See, I used to. Then like 
ex-girlfriend found them and was like, hey, I'm taking this one, that one, this one, that one. I'm like, great. Now, I don't have no bargains no more. My girlfriend, who turned out to be my wife a couple of years after she did, did this, didn't take away my bargains. She took away my stripper pole. The what? A stripper pole. Oh, hey, well, well, that sounds like some Alabama shit. I, you know what? I was a bartender back then. And, you know, girls came over to drink, and I was like, I'm going to put a stripper pole up. Hey, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> Them going flying out the window. That's all. Exactly. That's all. That's why. And I legit had a little form with the, you could just sign below. It wasn't like separate copies or anything that said, if you hurt yourself, I'm not liable. Exactly. They just got to sign the waiver, just like we do in wrestling. Yeah, they don't like it. Well, guess what? I'm not going to give you any of my alcohol. Exactly. That's that's the way it is. You're not paying for any of this. I just need a sanitizer. You can't give me a sanitizer. Um, even my wife, my my our first date, I carded her. <laughs> no joke. I carded her just to make sure because I wanted to cover my ass just in case. Hey, you have to now, dude. 16 year old with 25. Oh, god, yeah. I mean, what is in the food nowadays? Hey, my Alexa's going off. Alexa, stop. <laughs> See, anything can happen in this show. I, I hear your IT producer, you know. Yeah. Your IT assistant telling it to stop, too. But. He's like, no one ever acknowledges me. I mean, Life happens, right? True. But, but having him as my IT person is a whole lot cheaper than hiring someone. Exactly. Exactly. You just gotta sometimes feed <laughs> sometimes feed them. And that's once every couple hours. Yes, yeah, and him, you'll eat whatever I eat. It's like I wouldn't know anything about kids. Like, I have none. I was in my early 40s when I had my first. I enjoyed life first and then had kids, not the other way around when I couldn't. Exactly. And I can't like, party or anything. It's like people are like, well, I want to have a kid by 25. I'm like, I don't want to have any at all. I was that's like, a, I was that's like, funny. I was like that when I was your age. I think that's. That's well, it. and now when I tell a girl or anything, oh, I'm a I'm a professional wrestler. Um, they're like, "What's that?" I'm like, "The stuff you see on TV, I do that on a smaller scale." Mm -hmm. And then they're like, "Okay," and then I tell them where I travel, and they're like, "Oh, I don't think I can." data guy that does all that traveling. I'm like, okay, bye. That's Have a nice is. life. <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. But anyways, let's get just talk about your career. How would you describe your career in one word? Ooh. Stressful. Very stressful. Why would you say that? Um, because when I we talked before, and I told you I started when I was 17. Mm -hmm. And um, I had my first match, actually, when I was 17. And uh, 
my match came from a cancellation, and they didn't have nobody to fill the spot. They just threw me in the match. Luckily, I was trained enough, and and they threw me in there with a, a bet, and they was like, hey, Grant, take, <clears throat> take the pin. I was like, okay, cool. <clears throat> so then after that, they saw that I had potential and started – rising up in the ranks and at this one little promotion that I wrestled at every Saturday called a ACW that I don't wrestle at no more. Um, was I was tagging with people. I was number one contender for a little bit. Uh, had, had a few title matches. Never got the title, but I got pushed. And then, when I turned 18, I started traveling to Georgia and Tennessee. And I wrestled at Tennessee All-Pro. And uh, another promotion in uh, Georgia called APW. And um, I... uh, reason it was so stressful is because I was still in school at 17, but I was working at 17. And I was also wrestling on the weekend. So that's why it was so stressful. And when I got to my 20s, I got a wild hair to, because this guy said, Hey man, let's go to New Jersey and try to wrestle at Monster Factory. I said, "Okay, let's go." And he said, "Well, we already got the place and everything set up there and everything." It's like, "Okay, cool." We get to New Jersey. We didn't have nothing set up. I slept in my car for about two weeks, and. I told him, I said, dude, I'm going home. I said, you lied. I said, I said, I'm going home. So I had to get money wired to me from my parents and got back to Alabama. And then I was 20. My 21st birthday was February 4th. I got diagnosed diagnosed with epilepsy. And February 6th is my um, my birthday. And I got diagnosed with epilepsy. So I didn't get to celebrate my 21st birthday at all. Then I took nine months off. But just... When I had to let that settle in, that, oh, man, this is why I have been having seizures, and this is why I have been having problems with a lot of things, and why I've been passing out all of a sudden. But I also took time off just for mental health and other injuries. Then, I think it was last summer 
that I, uh, I made my return to Cincy All-Pro as, as the rejects. And everybody welcomed me with open arms. And now I'm getting bookings all over the country right now. So that's that's one reason I say it's been stressful. Yeah, but it sounds like like a really good comeback story now so far. Um, this this coming year on my birthday, me and my tag team partner are having a tag team title match at my well, it's the day before my birthday. We're having a tag team title match at. Uh, in my hometown. So, uh, my parents and my nana and my brothers actually get to come watch me wrestle for the first time. Well, my parents have watched me wrestle wrestled my first match ever and they haven't watched me wrestle again. Because my dad's not really a big wrestling fan, but he uh, he he kind of supports it and kind of don't. Um, but I know his heart's in the right place. I know if I say, "Hey, I got a show that's real close," I know he'll come. So this is gonna be like the first time they he gets to see me wrestle in. Five years. February sixth will be my sixth year wrestling. So, and it's for the tag titles and the promoters telling us that hey, we're most likely going over. So that's going to be mine and Austin's first uh, title together. Awesome! Oh, they better give you the championship day before your birthday. I mean, right at midnight, yeah. at right at midnight, you, there should be yeah. a picture of you with the tag team title belt, two strippers on each lap, with the with a bottle of like prosecco or something in your hand. It's, uh, here's what I need: just a bottle of Fireball, the two, the tag titles, and two strippers. I'll be good. There you go. Fireball is just just even better, actually. Uh, then we're wrestling that Wrestle South New Year's Day. Um, and I'm actually going to put Austin on the spot right here. Uh, last New Year's, he was, uh, let's just say, uh, he, he was detained for something he didn't do. So this New Year's, we get to actually have fun. And then in, in May, we actually get to go to Tampa to wrestle. So I'm actually really happy that I get to knock off two states I haven't wrestled um, this year. I'm wrestling in Ohio in May, and I'm wrestling in Florida. Uh, no, I'm wrestling in Ohio in March, and I'm wrestling in Tampa, Tampa, Florida in May. 
So it's uh, 2022 is hoping to be my breakout year. So when you say your partner was detained, can you give us a, oh, at least a hint why what detained him? Uh, he was locked up. We do. We uh, jump the railing, beat up Seth Rollins. Sir, what do you do? Jump the railing, beat up Seth Rollins. Yeah, he definitely jumped the railing to beat up Seth Rollins. Okay, that, that, that would get some jail time. Anyway, I don't want you. No, he uh, he was working at a gas station, and um, the owner said he took money, and that was a lie. And then they wouldn't show him the video evidence of where they uh, he took the money, and they found the person that took the money, what, this year, Austin? A few months ago. So, yeah. It was complete bullshit. Nope, you can't see the video, can't see me break. Yeah. yeah, it's like, if you don't show video evidence, how can you prove that it's him? Well, I feel it in my gut. Well, you know, that's not logical. Yeah, not logical one bit. I feel the t- I feel like the burrito in my gut from last night. You don't hear me talking about it. You know it's so. Um, so what? Go ahead. What makes you different from the rest when it comes to inside in in ring ability? Well, for one, I look like Kevin Owens' baby child. I swear. <laughs> I get to every show and they'll be like you know who he looks like? I'm like Kevin Owens I'm like if you say Kevin Owens it's not going to hurt my feelings but I already know who I look like but what makes me different is for one there's not a lot of big guys that can fly that they like that will do a flip like I do my blockbuster or do a swanton like I will from the second row. Um, and there's not a lot of big guys that are actually decent on the mic. They just go off their strength and their power. They don't try to get the crowd into it. I mean, look at, look at Brock Lesnar. He has to have Paul Heyman talk for him. But now that he's turned face, he created him freaking like you just just the short stuff he says, he just don't give a shit. It's funny as hell. I mean, he looks like a looks like a, a onion and a lumberjack had a baby together, but still. Um but yeah, just being being able to get the crowd involved and being able to go, being able to go in a match for a long period of time for a big guy is also hard. And I've done long matches, and without being winded, so I believe that makes me a lot different. Yeah. So and you career being so young are there any important lessons you've already learned um yeah the important lesson is don't take a move that you're not comfortable 
taking. Um, and don't try a move that you're not comfortable trying. That's two lessons I've learned. And a lesson I learned in the back. If a vet's talking, keep your damn mouth shut. Like, like with the rookies, they'll come up to me just because, just because I've been wrestling five years. If I don't know the answer to their question, I'm going to go ask somebody that has more experience. But when that rookie comes up to me, I'm going to try to answer their question. But if I don't know it, I'm still. But if they try to interrupt me, I'm going to say, "Hey." You came to me, shut the hell up, and listen. It's all respect thing. Exactly. And it's like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just telling you, you came to me, either shut the hell up and listen, or go somebody else and ask. And it's like, yeah, we're close to the same age, but if you're starting at 25 or my age, when I started, when I was 17, you might want to take some advice because some of the vets just some of the vets are just there for a paycheck or a payday. When I go to a show and I see somebody actually trying to make make their self better, I'm going to talk to them, sit down and talk to them and ask them why they wanted to start wrestling or who they want to be like in the wrestling business. And when they tell me who they want to be like, I'm like, okay, use their moves. Use like three of their moves. Because, you know, in wrestling, every move gets recycled. Yeah. But if, but if you use somebody's whole move set, you just like look like a cheap version of them. Um, when people tell me, "Oh man, I want to be like Seth Rollins," I'm like, "Okay, well, don't be the, don't be Seth Rollins. Be the first ever you." Man. And it's like, people's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Don't use all those damn moves." People don't understand that they need to go watch other people than just mainstream WWE wrestlers. So if you see a tag team that does like like the old school moves, like I'm talking about the like the Killer Bees move or Demolitions move or Heart Foundation move, and they use all three of them in one match, you know they're using that match. Is that the same or is that pain? homage of the past well the way i look at it if i wouldn't use all three of them but if you're if you use all three of them that can be paying homage or that can just be ripping somebody off because i might be a big guy but i use a cutter because one of my favorite workers is Randy Orton, and also love DDP. And, 
and Kevin Owens, he he uses a stunner, but he also asked Stone Cold if he could use the stunner before he started using it. So it's a respect thing more than just ripping them off. But if you're going to use like a pedigree or something, everybody's going to look cute. Hey, that's Triple H's move. Hey, if if you use a powerbomb, most everybody has used a powerbomb in a match. Or at least every big guy that I know. For me, I I, I personally have never used a powerbomb because I, I don't like to flip people up and slam them like that. But it's just it can be paying homage or it can be just ripping somebody off. Like the uh, Tower of Doom. That's that's paying homage, but if they put their own twist on it, that could be their own move too. It could be like the Tower of Doom with a a body splash or Tower of Doom with a neck breaker. Like, uh, I know there's a tag team right now that's doing entire doom with a, a blockbuster it's like that's paying homage but it's also putting your own twist so if you put your own twist on things that's being the first ever you yeah i think i saw i think i saw you do the blockbuster that was pretty impressive actually it was it happened what? What, the, you doing the blockbuster that happened recently didn't it um i've used uh, that was probably so. I took the, I take the holidays off where I can spend with family. Oh, that's so I take Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas off. I think that happened in October. I think that did happen in October. Um, I've used the Blockbuster. I actually started using that when uh, I think twenty nineteen. I tried it out in training, and I was like. I'm gonna use this and start and started and started using it. I used it in one match and the crowd was like, holy shit. Got a got a huge pop and I've used it ever since. Yeah, like Michael says, just because the guy's got, the guy, because you're not like a cruiserweight or anything like that. You're not cruise Yes, we got Michael. You're not a cruiser. You're not a cruiserweight or anything like that. You're a pretty decent sized bat, a guy. I'm you, 6'2", 350 pounds, man. And you're able to do a blockbuster off of the top rope. That was pretty freaking impressive. So, uh, I do it off the second rope. Oh, second rope. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, I can also do a leapfrog. So, uh, it's a. When people see a big guy do those types of moves, it it brings the crowd into it. And it also gets a huge pop. Just like when Keith Lee does uh, the flip over the top rope on, on to uh, anybody. Everybody's mouth, everybody's jaw drops. Because 
what what guy that's 320 pounds is supposed to be doing a flip like that? Yeah, only the Kuzrays, like the Ray Mysterios and right the flippy guys. Yeah, the, the flippy shit guys. The flippy shit guys. That's <laughs> Is there any moves that you won't do? Uh, a pile driver. I will not give or receive a pile driver. Just because uh, the reputation, people got hurt. Well, that and um, it just seems like if you don't know how to do it, it's um, it's unsafe. It's a very, it's a very unsafe move. It is because. Now, Undertaker, the Undertaker's pile driver is probably the safest because his knees hit. I do that to my son all the time. Exactly. Yeah. See, like, his, if, if his knees hit, that's fine. But when you sit, the, the sit down, we're going to go real old, real, real old. The sit down Terry Funk <laughs> pile driver. I mean, how many, how many people do you think? I mean, Stone Cold got his neck broke from Owen. Yeah. I mean, it's just so many people's got concussions and broken broken necks and uh, messed up disc on their necks from just that one move. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's, 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 the Terry Funk power driver. He just like fell backwards, which I'm not saying that's not dangerous. But there's now the people do the jumping power drivers. Right. And I think that would even be more of a impact to your neck and really screw you up even more. Right. Um uh, a move that uh I won't ever try is probably a shooting star. Because I'm not proposing. Yeah, yeah, within reason. Yeah, that's. I mean, I can I can do a moonsault, but I cannot do a backwards moonsault. <laughs> More than I can do. It's just that's uh that's dangerous. You you see uh Matt Sidell, he slipped and he's been doing it that move forever. Oh, that botch, yeah. Yeah, when he slipped in the Battle Royal, yeah, he he's lucky that he didn't break his neck. Well, you heard of what happened to Lance Archer, didn't you? Oh, didn't he uh, land on his neck? He landed right on his head. Yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, was did a statement about you know it was his screw up, right? But ever since then, so you're like, okay, good, he's all right, everything's great. You haven't seen him since. Exactly, he's probably rehabbing there. Yes. Like, like he's probably thinking, man, what the hell was I thinking? Well, it's just like even the moves that you do year in, year out, time and time again, shit happens. You have to be careful what you do. Exactly. Well, even taking a normal bump, you have to be careful. Like if you land on your shoulder. While taking a bump, your shoulder can be dislocated. I actually, uh, I did a blockbuster on two guys one time. It was a triple threat match. 
and one guy landed at the right time, the other guy landed late. So I dislocated my shoulder during the match. And uh, I popped it back in place and just kept going. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's show, show must go on, right? That's impressive, though, because that's not just like a pinky or something like that. That's your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it's like that went to the back. and uh, Yeah. I was like, my fucking shoulder. My shoulder. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So I had to drive back to Alabama. So what do you think professional wrestling needs to do to improve the product? Listen to fans. They need to listen to fans more. What, the Vince Vince McMahon way is not working? Vinnie Max way is... uh, Let's just break the fourth wall here. It's shit. Vinny Mac's way of running a company is straight dog shit. Who releases 70 wrestlers in a month? 70 good wrestlers. Well, 60-something good wrestlers and non-jacks. To to do a storyline about an egg, like that's why AEW is beating them in in everything. Even even the areas they didn't want to beat them in, they're beating them in. Exactly, it's like um, what AEW's belt at least has a meaning. Their title has the meaning. Like, WWE's championships do not really mean anything no more. It's like, oh, he's champion for two months. Okay, fine. Okay, you're champion now. It's like, that's what I don't understand. It's like, if you have a champion, push him to the moon. If he is making you money, selling merch, and makes the fans come back. And I'll tell you this much. Roman Reigns holding the belt as long as he has. Yeah. I, I don't see why. Why he has held the belt as long as he has. Because I said so, damn it. Well, it ain't good shit. That's not good shit. Not, not at all. Because when me and Austin, we went to SmackDown, uh, what, in September. September. We left before even main event. Oh, we left during the main event. Yeah, we left during. Yeah, because uh, it, just how boring it was. 
I hear you. Like, like, uh, I got AEW tickets, and this is right after. This is how I celebrated my 21st birthday when I got diagnosed with epilepsy and everything. Went to an AEW show. I couldn't drive at the time because, you know, you got to wait six months so you can drive again, which I have not had a seizure in all. January 31st will be two years. Oh, congratulations. So, but I took my dad, and I told you he's not a big wrestling fan, but he was like, hey, since you got the ticket, somebody got them for me for my birthday. And he's like, say, Hey, since you got the tickets, uh, I was like, hey, you want to take me? I was like, sure, I'm, why not? Hey, he, his favorite wrestler is Dusty Rhodes. And. Great of all time. Exactly. And it's like, he was like, so that's Dusty's son? I was like, yeah. He was like, okay, I'll, I'll go. And it was the show where Cody had the cage match. Warlow. Oh, that one. Oh, shit, yeah. The wobbliest cage ever. If you would have saw that live, that cage was so wobbly. Really? Yes. I mean, it was a great cage match, though. Yeah. Like, but the cage, it wasn't like a WWE cage. You know, WWE's cage, um, like, kind of stops at, uh, the ringside. Mm-hmm. Um, theirs went down to the apron, I believe, if I remember it right. And um, it was a great match. And uh, my dad, my dad even enjoyed it. And he got to see Cody uh, did the moonsault off the cage. And that's another thing AEW needs to change. Um, is Cody, like, he tries to put himself in the limelight too much. And Cody's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. Cody is a great wrestler. Um, but when you're in the when you're trying to be so much like a Triple H, you're taking away from your other talent. Like, it's like it's like you look at him as a heel. Yes, he what he does is like a heel. But he's right. like, no, I'm a good guy. And you're just like that's what that's what pisses me off the most. It's like you're a heel. You're doing trying to be this, trying that, which is cool. What's well, right. the way it is? It's a heel or heel. And it's like. AEW is having such good matches with such good talent. <laughs> and it's like, I would love to just, I would love to pick Tony Khan's brain to be like, hey, why did you start this wrestling company? Because I don't think he really started it just to make money. I think Tony Khan really does enjoy wrestling. And Vince, I think he's just in it for money. Absolutely. And 
And look at Impact. They're putting on bangers of matches, man. And even Game Changer Wrestling. Oh, that's crazy. They, yeah, that's wild. Well, but they have great fucking matches. They do. Like Matt Cardona, he's he went into independence and look where he's at now, man. He has had so much more happen in the independence in three, four months than he's had happen in the WWE in what, 12 years? 10 years, 12 years? He went from WWE running into Game Changer for a while and people hated, hated him because he was the WWE guy, the actor. He wasn't a fighter like these guys type guy. Right. And he flipped people off and he was loving it. Exactly. And now he is he's the game changer champion right now, I believe. I think he lost, you know, he lost the title to Moxley. Okay. Well Moxley's in rehab though. I don't know game change. I don't know what the the championships, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. And and another thing about Moxley, brought up Moxley, and um, it's good to see him actually work on himself. At WWE, they would not allow that. I do not believe they, he was in the middle of a storyline or anything. They would not allow him to work on himself. I read on Twitter that WWE is paying for the rehab, but who knows? WWE is probably one reason he has a drinking problem. Probably. Pay for the rehab so they won't sue him. They won't sue him. Like, that's one thing about the WWE. Like, they don't listen to their fans. No, they don't. Like, like for the Finn Bauer Roman Reigns, when the Finn Bauer was the demon, the way that ended. That was so stupid. Yeah, so, so I mean, I okay, Roman Reigns. Putting a mask on, going in the crowd. Okay. That was that safety, was funny. Say safety funny. Okay, I get that. First I was like, that was kind of weird, but it but the way it ended was uh that killed the demon. The demon's buried. He's never gonna be able to see him again. No, uh, because he's the top rope he he was what? Broke the top rope because he's the demon? Yes. The, like what the fuck was that? Or what? Did John Cena come out? You couldn't see him, and he cut the rope. You saw the video footage of the um, camera guy cutting the rope, though, didn't you? No, I did not. There's, that's how the rope broke. That's how they they got to snap. So they had one of the camera guys jump up, cut the rope, rope snapped, and that came from what? like cell phones and camp fans. Not like that's that's so fucking retarded. That's retarded. Like, and like Triple H, I know he's having health problems right now. Um, like I hope he gets better where he can run NXT. Guy needs it because what the fuck is NXT two point oh? To be fair, though, I don't ask that question if toxic. Toxic attraction, whatever those girls are. When they're on, I don't ask those questions. No, you just stare, don't you? I just stare, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know who's it. Yeah, just like the like, oh, okay, you know, NXT, and it may leave. It's like, what the fuck's this? Oh, but, um, Steiner's kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's in good fucking work. Like, I could see him holding the title just because he's, you know, not just because he's Steiner's kid, but he's WWE. That, that's the picture of WWE. A big old fucking dude that can actually do wrestling. But yeah, but I just keep done. He's a great guy now, but when he gets called up for Raw or SmackDown. Well, that's why Adam Cole left. Yeah. Because they wanted him to cut his hair and be Keith Lee's manager. Like, are you fucking stupid? Or are you fucking stupid? Now you got Booker T taking shots at Adam Cole, going like, yeah, he went to AEW. He's not a big star there. He's not even a mid-card star. And I was like, yeah, that's taking shots for Vince. Thanks. Yeah, but Beats cutting your hair. Yeah. Like, also, it's like, I feel if AJ Styles left again, he would do so much better on Impact or Back to New Japan. Or AEW. I can see AEW collecting all the pieces that made the Young Bucks today. Like, you know, Adam Cole, you got, you know, King Omega, Kevin Owens, he'll go to AEW. Yeah. Yeah, because Kevin Owens is really, he don't seem happy. Contract ends at the end of the month. Yep. I know uh, another one who's not happy, Johnny Garano. Gargano? Gargano, I'm sorry. What am I thinking? Anyways. Yeah, they they uh, talking about um, AEW might be able to pick them up by uh, February. And I could see that. That's the thing. I could see that. I, don't know. I heard there was a deal that, um, of course, this is all Twitter talk, that he signed, he signed an extension for a week. So he can put, do war games. In return, they cut down his no compete cause. Hmm. Might be. I don't think he would have signed just a week extension. I don't think that's a thing. Well, you never know. It is WWE. Yeah. WWE just does stick shit. Like it's getting worse. Like, if they just said, like, if they called me a day and offered me a contract, would I sign it? Yeah. Would I be happy that I signed it? I don't know. That's, that's the thing is, is anybody really happy after they sign a WWE contract? It still boggles my mind about them playing Bill Bray Wyatt and boggles my mind of what they did at Kerrigan Cross and then let them go. Like, carrying across such a good worker. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Such a good fucking worker, and then he got made to look like a uh, demolition. Yeah, pretty much. Like, 
in his first match in Raw, the big debut, he got he lost to uh, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it's like <sighs> there's a uh, there's a tease of the Hardy Boys making getting back together at AW. That would get to sales. People will watch. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and because Jeff wants to do the Willow gimmick again. I did hear that, yeah. <laughs> but Vince, I didn't think of that. I'm not going to make money off this. Damn it. Yeah, but he didn't think he was going to make money off Red Mysterio either. Then you got the replica mask and everything like that. How much money he made from just Ray Mysterio? I'm still pissed off at last Monday night when they had the bit of Vince smacking Austin Theory. I put down below, I said, if that old man smacked me, I'll punch him right in the face. Got a 24-hour ban. Like, I don't understand why, because of the storyline. But it's still stupid. Yeah. It's like they're they're building Austin Theory though. Like Austin Theory's a good worker, but I don't know if he needs to be sitting with Vince and just watching Raw. I thought his career had a little asterisk next to it because someone came up and said he did something in the, the Speak Out movement. Oh, the Me Too movement? Yeah. Dude, so many wrestlers did that. And, like, it's like, I don't understand why they did it. It's like, nobody really cares. Like, they're just there to watch you wrestle, watch you on the mic, and they want you to make them a good show. That's all they want. Nothing nothing more, nothing less. Now, some, some might want more. Just don't put them in the mind that they, that you would give them more. <laughs> That's all you got to do. It's bottom line is it's the fans that still watches it. That gets Vince paid. That's all he cares about. Yep. Well, and just like he released um, John Morrison. It's like, dude, if you would push him, you would have five-star matches. Like, look what he did for... Um, Lucha Underground and um, and Impact and Impact like he made that most watched TV <clears throat> and they turned to Johnny Drip Drip yeah Johnny Drip Drip that was stupid stupid that was a very stupid stupid he just all you say is Raw's ratings are down 20.6% from year to date. I'm just telling you this much. AEW will be 
one of the best companies with the ad. Well, they're already one of the best. But they'll probably overcome WWE within five years. Oh, yeah. But give, give it five years. WWE will be absolutely different. Possibly, with, very possibly with new ownerships. And, I mean, Vince might be dead. I mean, you never know. He could be like the damn Green Goblin and just, you know, inject himself with that serum where he don't die. WWE is like, it's, it's the Raiders in the old days. When Al Davis, he was the man. And then he passed it. Then he started tinkering like Jerry Jones is doing right now with Dallas. Making it <laughs> and then, but once they got to bed, they pass away. New owners, teams, we start, you know, back alive, rebirth, da, 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 playoff bound, just because ego. I mean, and that's one thing. Ego is something that won't get you anywhere in this business. If you have an ego, um, it, it's going to get shut down. It needs to be shut down at the door. Like, when I tell people at work, hey, if you have something going on at home, it stops when you walk in the door. Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with their shit. Yeah, got more important things to worry about. Exactly, it's like we got customers, and I'm sorry, you're just a dumbass that don't want to work. <laughs> at least these days, at least they showed up. Barely. barely. Some of them just show up and sit in the lobby. Uh, like that's the this, that's the bad part. Uh, this is the future of our country. Country, isn't that great? <sighs> oh, that's why I can only die by forty. That'd be great. <laughs> future of our country is fucked, dude. It's so fucked. Like that's one reason I do not want to have kids in this this environment at all. No, probably about a year, two years ago, I'll probably be saying like, oh, why not? You know, it did change my life. I feel reborn. Now it's like, I don't blame you. It's just, uh, I need to take care of myself. Like, that's the bad part. I did good to take care of myself, so. I don't want to bring a kid into this. Everything going on. Fucking. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit, I tell you. I don't need to bring a kid into this shit show. I just picked up my family and went to. I'm originally from South Portland, Maine. Okay. So I literally just picked up my family, went to, buried us in the countryside of Southern Vermont. Because of all the bullshit going on. And five months after we moved, COVID popped up. So we um, so we were very thankful that we got out of the city before then. 
Yeah, COVID is just great. I love COVID. It's so fun. And with everything being so great in America, why? Uh, that's another. I'm not going to go on this rant right now. I just feel like that if the medical system is so broken, and then we get like a stronger case of the flu, we're just freaking out because we're so broken. I just, I'll tell you this much, man. I was supposed to go to Canada last year, and they got shut down because of COVID. Yeah. I, was supposed to, I was supposed to go there and wrestle, and they got shut down because of COVID. So, yeah. Nice stuff. I'm trying to shoot for hopefully this year to go to Canada. It's a great, great country to wrestle in. Can can where we could be wrestling? Can Am? Um, yeah, I've been in talk with Otto about Can Am. So hopefully, uh, I can get over there and wrestle a couple of shows for Can Am. Yeah, heard a lot of good things about them. Yeah, they're a great host, man. They uh, Otto he Otto he's a great guy. He uh, he's a no bullshit type of dude. Um. He cares about his trainees, and he cares about his workers, and that's always great, you know. When in this business, when people care about each other, just stay away from Warrior Pro. Fuck Warrior Pro, dude. Okay, there you go. All right, there. I was fuck. Yeah, I was fuck out of Yeah, I. And his sister looking wild. Smelly ass. I must smell like ass. If you if if you look at earlier episodes of the podcast, at the beginning I ran into Adam, did an interview with him for Warrior Pro and stuff like that. Then wrestlers start popping up like he did this, he did that. So I set him up for like an intervention with a couple of the wrestlers and fucking bullshit broke out left and right. Man, fuck him, dude. He can burn in hell. I'll give a fuck. Hey, I agree. Dude, okay, so I know you did a uh, a podcast with my tag team partner, Austin Cox. He's a uh, very good dude. Yeah, Austin's actually sitting across the room from me. Austin, what's up, man? He said, hey. I have my headphones in where I can actually hear. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, uh, but yeah. So, Warrior Pro. Let's go on this fucking rant right quick. Next time I see Adam Perilous, I will probably break his fucking kneecaps. I don't Hang on. Know. Let I, me call him by his real name. Adam smells like this. I'm going to break his fucking kneecaps because he owes me $120. He owes Austin $120. He owes half the wrestlers a lot of money. He promised me a hotel room because I was coming six hours from Alabama. 
Um, he promised me gas money on the way up there. He was going to send me 80 bucks in gas plus the 120 plus the hotel room. Then he was like, oh, you're going to wrestle this guy and this guy. It's like, okay, cool. Then I get there. It's a fucking shit show. The ring's not even... It was set up at the football field. Then, oh, let's move it inside. Okay, cool. I was okay. Move it inside, whatever. And they moved it inside. And there's no air conditioning, no fans. Like, well, for the show or the air conditioning. So. Then no concession stands. Then luckily, um, Cameron Walker had a hotel room that had an extra bed that I could sleep in that night. We could take a shower for the second night of that show. And the dumbass was like, dumbass Adam was like, Hey, we're just gonna put you in a battle royal tonight. I was like, "What the fuck, you're not?" So I drove six hours. I said, "If Izzy's winning the battle, there, there's a wrestler there named Izzy and AJ Daniels. They was gonna start off the show." I go, "Just put us in the triple threat match. He cannot book. I'd rather see Helen Keller book than Adam." I thought their show in September failed, but apparently a new show from Warrior Pro was just announced. Well, that one's going to be failed, too. I mean, here, here's what happened. Then we go to the Battle Royal, and two train that wasn't even trained, get in the Battle Royal somehow. And they're lucky that half the wrestlers didn't kill them because how bad their mouths were and how dumb they were. So then, I was like, dude, how the fuck am I getting home without you paying me? And, uh, oh, I'll, uh, I'll pay for you. I was like, no, the fuck you won't. My ass was going through my head. No, the fuck you won't. You ain't going to pay nobody. Like, he didn't pay nobody. And Austin, he, uh, just because how hot it was in the, in the building, Austin passed out in the ring because of having to wrestle a guy that was stiff as hell. It's like, if you want wrestlers to come back, give us a place that we feel safe in and that actually fits the conditions that we need to wrestle in. And Adam did not do that. Of course not. He's too busy selling tickets for a dollar a piece. Yeah, a dollar ticket. Or 
he's letting his sister wife and his nephew kids in. Uh, I I probably give him too much talk on this show. Actually, not like uh, he needs to be slapped like a motherfucker. He does with his bullshit ass mullet. He He's uh, he king, king president wrestling or whatever. Is that what he is? Like the king president of wrestling or something like that? I haven't seen any of his ads for a while. He was, idiot he, he was going on his about the Christian way is God's way. It's the real oh, way. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It's like, if the Christian way is God's way, then why have you paid half of us another fucking? Yeah, he was supposed to help me out for, for with a little private deal, and but um, I have we have a friend of the show. She's a Canadian journalist, and she said she'll do an article for him. Did an article, and he wanted the article, and she's like, "No, until I find out what exactly is going on with you and the wrestlers." Wrestlers say you're like you owe money. What the heck? Right. Did not give him the article. And he got pissed off at me for it. I was just like, eh, oh, well, fuck off. I mean, if you say you're going to pay somebody something, pay them the fucking money. And if you don't like their performance, just say, we're not going to call you again. That's it. Exactly. But you pay for their services. Like, like he tried to put Larry D in like this crackheaded looking motel. Yep. It had roach. It had roaches in the microwave. I mean, it was fucking disgusting. Yo, I contacted him about that and asked him to come on and talk about it, and he wouldn't. <laughs> like it's it, Larry D put it on his on his TikTok. TikTok, yeah. And it was fucking disgusting. And he did not come back. He was supposed to be booked for two nights, and he did not come back the second night. Don't blame him. I don't either. Probably had to I get, probably get an STD test. Uh, yeah, probably. STD test, a blood a blood clot test, something like that. I don't fucking know, dude. I just... I, mm, I yeah. fucking hate that motherfucker. I fucking hate Adam Perlis. Like, if I ever see him at one of my shows, Ooh. Wait, oh wait, he don't have the money to get in. <laughs> hey, uh, then Austin got him a discounted hotel, right? Right. The motherfucker didn't change clothes, didn't take a shower, his kids didn't change clothes or take a shower, and his wife, sister wife, didn't change clothes or take a shower. What the fuck did you have a hotel for? Bitch, you could have slept in your fucking... You could have slept in your car and not do that. You think that's really his wife or you think that's his sister? That is his wife. Okay. No, I mean, I mean I'm talking about wife slash sister. Like, they could be his, like, sister wife. Like, that's why I say it, sister wife, because they look so much alike. They're probably brother and sister behind the scenes, but that's no story. I mean, that's why I say the the 
the nephew niece kids like well I mean he can't find a woman desperate enough to actually go for that could you people are so, people are crazy these days you never know I mean uh, depends how much you gotta pay that woman yeah that's different. But, Adam only has probably two dollars, and that only gets you a high five on the dick. And that's, not, that. and that's not even guaranteed from a female. Exactly. That could be a midget in a dress you with know, a beard. You never know. That's how he met Charles. But anyways, that's damn. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's all right, my dude, I gotta let you go. Can we want to tell everyone how to connect with you online? Uh, my Facebook is the Reject Medic Fam or Grant Dooley. Instagram is the the underscore yeah the underscore Reject underscore Maddox underscore Mayhem, and Twitter is. Maddox underscore Mayhem. And TikTok is Grant Dooley 99. I honestly enjoy talking to you today. Thank you very well, much for coming on. Thanks, man. And go check out um, how we was talking earlier. Uh, go check out that Chucky series. It's a good fucking series. I'll give, I will give it a You know what? How's this? I will give it a try. And I'll when I do, I'll invite you to come back on the show. Hell right. Okay. Because me, me and Austin's about to watch episode four. Well, if you guys enjoy the show, enjoy the series, and I'll definitely check it out. And you, I'm hold me to that. I will. I will text you about it tomorrow and be like, "Hey, did you watch the show?" My, it depends what time my kids go to bed, but I will catch. Give Give me a couple days. It's on uh, Peacock, right, Austin? I think it's on Peacock. Yeah, and I, and I renew my subscription to Peacock because I'm a war games whore. <laughs> I just old school war games. I gotta go for it, you know. And I had fun today. It was great talking to you. It was great talking to you too. I apologize about the video not working. I'm gonna contact <laughs> Zoom about that. And yeah, we'll get the video going. We'll do this again soon. Right. Put your foot up. Put their put your foot up their ass, Gatti. I'll tell. I'll tell them to fuck off. <laughs> I have no problems doing that. Turn that some bitch sideways, Gatti. That that would hurt them big time. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You take care, dude. You too, buddy. Hey, take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You're right, Michael. Say bye, Michael. Bye. <laughs>